that not only can the Lord restore, He can actually make your marriage better than it's ever been. Mm. He is able to do that. So we're not looking at what we're able to do. We're looking at what He is able to Mm. do. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome back to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpott, and we're glad you've joined us today. As always, I'm joined by Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church. And our special guest today is Dr. Nicholas Ellen, a senior professor at the College of Biblical Studies and also pastor at Community of Faith Bible Church. As always, please leave a comment for us in the comment section and do us a favor and please go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review. So on the discussion of biblical counseling and, and, and how we handle certain situations in, in the church, um, what are maybe some practical steps to restore a marriage uh, that's been struck with infidelity? Well, I'm going to assume that there's genuine repentance. Let's, let's start there. So let's, mm-hmm. let's assume that the person who was unfaithful in the marriage has turned to the Lord, confessed their sin, repented. Uh, the key is going to be on the part of the, of the person who um, was faithful, they're going to have to forgive. Uh, without genuine forgiveness of their spouse, um, the marriage is going to have a difficult time recovering. So there's got to be genuine forgiveness. And the way that forgiveness happens is we have to remind ourselves of we are forgiven people mm. and what we've truly been forgiven of and the, the, the weightiness, the gravity of what the Lord has forgiven in our case. Uh, if we don't do that, then it's going to seem like we have somehow been forgiven of something small and now I'm being asked to forgive something really big. Yeah. Uh, when mm-hmm. in reality, whatever I forgive is smaller than anything I've been forgiven of. Mm-hmm. So I've got That's to be true. able to see that. So forgiveness is going to be key. And then on the part of the, the offending party, they've got to be willing, in my view, to take whatever step is necessary to minister to, love the person that they've been unfaithful to. And so they're going to be... Um, new boundaries that help protect them from going down the road they went down, but also steps they can take to impart a sense of confidence and assurance uh, to their spouse that they love them and that they are fully committed to being faithful moving forward. Um, I would also encourage both parties, however, to look to the Lord throughout every step of this mm-hmm. because ultimately the only the, our confidence as married people in the ultimate sense, is not in our spouse anyway. Mm. It's in the Lord. And whether the person is faithful or unfaithful, I'm going to look to Christ. So if we can teach people to be God-reliant, God-dependent, God-focused as they relate to each other, mm. it's going to be helpful. What about uh, what the, the party that has committed infidelity is, is not repentant? What would you say, Pastor? Part of the challenge there is when they're not repentant, I want to deal with the one who is truly seeking to Mm -hmm. uh, be faithful in the marriage. Mm -hmm. I'm going to share with them the importance of love and the difficulty of an unfaithful person and to say, listen, this person is not trustworthy, but Mm -hmm. that's not a grounds for you to not be and do what you're called to do. So let's begin to evaluate this person, not according to what they are supposed to do, but according to who they are. Mm -hmm. And then let's anticipate in wisdom how you can begin to walk in love towards this person, knowing some of the choices they're going to make. And I would have them to lean heavily as a shepherd uh, on the support of the congregation and knowing that eventually uh, where there's a lack of faithfulness that we're gonna probably have to exercise church discipline Mm -hmm. and look at the process of how we can support 
uh, this woman or man, whatever it may be in the process of this church discipline situation of, okay, we understand what we're doing, what this person is, their unwillingness to repent. Here's where we're going to stand with you. Here's how we're going to help you practically deal with the fact that this person is, again, causing uh, devastation to this relationship. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about how God wants you to handle this devastation, knowing that we don't have all the answers. But one thing we know, this is an opportunity to help you build your character and to build your faith, not in the person, but in Jesus Christ himself. Mm -hmm. Let's strategically identify what characteristics of your character that we need to help you grow in through this unrepentant person? What attributes of God do we need to really help you embrace as you walk through this, mm -hmm. as we're going to probably eventually have to move to church discipline mm -hmm. with this individual? I've often seen that, uh, that, that couples, when they go through this, they, they, they want to leave the church. They want to get outside of the church. And um, maybe in, in some way or another, they're wanting to hide what's going on or the shame they might feel. And what you're saying is that that's a bad decision. Very bad. Now, pastors, you both are, brothers are both senior pastors, um, is that the main place where, where couples should be getting their counseling when they're going through a situation like this? I think so I want to pick up on a couple of things that Nick talked about. I mean, one, the role of the church. So he talked about church discipline. I think one of the real failures of the church of our time is the refusal to deal with sin in its midst through steps of church discipline, all kinds of sin, but specifically when it comes to marital sins. Um, we allow things to go on in our congregations that you just cannot allow. You have mm -hmm. to address these things if we believe the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so one of the ways that we actually rescue the offending party is to address their sin. It's loving them. It's restorative in nature. So it's, it's not uh, punishing them. It's, it's, it's seeking to rescue them. Where there is repentance, the second thing I wanted to pick up on is, and I think you touched on this, Josh, with the idea of people wanting to leave the church. We have to help the offending party realize that God's forgiveness is real. It's real. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is real. And then to help both uh, the, the, the offending party and the innocent party, if we want to say it that way, look to the future with hope. Um, I think sometimes people feel like they failed in a way they can never recover from. Mm. And we've got to help them see that not only can the Lord restore, He can actually make your marriage better than it's ever been. Mm. Uh, he is able to do that. So we're not looking at what we're able to do. We're looking at what He is able to mm. do. And, and we have stories in our own congregation that are unbelievable in terms of what God has done mm. following failure. Mm -hmm. yes. So forgiveness is real and God's power is real. Let's look to Him in hope. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think isolation is ever the answer when you're going through tribulation. Mm -hmm. If any time you need the body of Christ, it's at those tough times because mm -hmm. we get to be, as I tell people in the counseling arena, we need to be like Job's friends before they started talking. <laughs> okay, They were wonderful mm -hmm. counselors before they started yeah. talking. They mm -hmm. sat with him. They were mm -hmm. there with him. And I think as the church is doing that type of ministry, weeping with those that weep and rejoice with those that rejoice, gives them an opportunity as they're grieving to say, listen, we're not trying to take away your grief. What we want to do is to help you walk through to maturity through this mm -hmm. because God is up to something good, even though something bad is happening. Let's identify what that is. Let's support you. Let's be here in your sadness, but let's help you grow in your sanctification 
and this process together. Yeah, amen. Well, thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. And you can find more details about this podcast by going to our website, straighttruth.net. And there you can subscribe to any of our social media channels. But also be sure to go to iTunes and please subscribe to our podcast feed and be sure to leave us a review. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries. And you can find more details by going to walkingingrace.org. Thanks again.